0: Alright, welcome everyone to the Sports Ethos Los Angeles Chargers podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Robert Solosi. You can follow us at Ethos Chargers on Twitter and you can follow myself at R. Solosi on Twitter. This is our grand opening episode. Much delayed, by the way. I was sick for two weeks. I couldn't even speak for two weeks. I Better literally like than never. Uh, yeah, I was I was sick for two weeks, and I swear to God, I recorded a pod for you all on Sunday afternoon, like Sunday night, and then the freaking Aaron Rodgers news drops Monday morning in the middle of work, and I'm like, I gotta scrap this whole pod and start over again. What in the world? The life of podcasting. Joining me is someone who has been with me doing these pods forever, coming in for our grand opening show, my guy, Shane Hansen. Welcome to the program to open up our first podcast ever my first podcast ever but thank you for hopping on shane how are you doing today
1: i'm good to be here you know it's it's exciting that this is finally happening because we've been talking about this for it's got to be months now right um
0: yeah, you're gonna be and, a recurring uh, guest on the program i would presume so it's really exciting well, i you know. better
1: be <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i'm just teasing um but yeah, I know. Happy to be in whenever you need.
0: Yeah. Um, tell tell people where we can find you. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Let people know where you, that they can find you.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, no Twitter for me. But um, <laughs> I am on Instagram. Oh, God. What's my handle? Um,
0: Isn't it at Shane Hanson 612? Where did that come from?
1: No, uh, Shane C. Hanson. Shane C. Hanson. It's my uh, middle initial, C. But Hanson is H-N-S-E-N, not O-N. Um Yeah, no, my other account got hacked, so I deleted it. Oh, yeah, that's um,
0: right. Your other account got hacked.
1: Yeah, that was an interesting thing that happened. But anyways.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> we got 40 minutes here, and then uh, if we are doing extended time, we'll, I'll just edit them all together as we go along. Uh, so first, let's talk about this Dash Gang Aaron Rodgers trade that ruined my pod. Um let's start with that. The Jets gave up too much here, right? There's no question.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's to me, this feels like it was a desperation. Hail Mary from the Jets front office to essentially save their jobs, you know, where obviously, Robert Sala and company did not have a great first year. Um, things got a little better last year. Not great, but a little better. Um, So, you know, naturally, as they go into their third year, they thought, okay, we can't go into another year with Zach Wilson as our starter because we will get fired. Um, Sorry, <laughs> Zach Wilson, but it's true. Yeah. And so, you know, they hear that, Rodgers might be available, and of course they go all in for a guy who's four-time MVP, Super Bowl winner, you know, um, but you know, I look at this, and I look at this from Aaron Rodgers' perspective, because to me, this was a strange choice for him because look at the jets right now okay with aaron and the roster they have right now do you think they can win a super bowl
0: no i think they're i think they're i think they're a divisional round playoff team but even if you look in that division that division's pretty damn stacked like i feel like new england i honestly feel like even new england's going to get better quicker than we expect probably and that's yeah. part of it too that's part of my thinking is We know how Miami is. We know how Buffalo is. But I'm still feeling like in two years, hell, maybe next year, they're going to be at least slightly better. I mean, that division is still quite competitive, even with what New England's going through right now.
1: Well, and just the AFC in general. I mean, you know, I I feel like obviously Kansas City is great. Um, Chargers, even if they're not, even if they're underperforming, they're still competitive, right? Yeah, um, we'll
0: we'll talk about the Chargers in a sec because I know you have your opinions on yeah. the Chargers, as do I, as we start this podcast with the Jets. But still,
1: yeah, um, Broncos. I think will get a little bit better with Sean Payton. He's one of my top four coaches in the league. Hopefully, um, Kansas City is yeah.
0: Kansas City. Buffalo's Buffalo. Right.
1: Uh,
0: I mean, Cincy, Cincy. Jacksonville's and, on and the rise. Jacksonville's really good, and that's part of the thing too. At Cincinnati they are like Joe Burrow's finally going to have a full camp. Remember he didn't have a camp last year. That's part of it too. That's He's going to have a full training camp. He's going to have a full mini camp, full training camp. It's only going to make him better. So.
1: The shisty meisty. <laughs> um I'm sorry. Uh but yeah. So all that said, I I think I I thought New York Jets was a strange choice for him because it was like there had to have been a better team that he could have pursued. But then I thought about it and it's like, well, maybe he didn't have a market.
0: Well, okay, I mean, wait, wait. So what, what, okay, wait, wait, Let, let's, let's kind of frame this differently. Last year, what would, what would have been his market? If he was on the market last year, you had Vegas, you had Miami. I'm trying to think what else. I
1: don't know how Vegas would have been last year.
0: I mean, potentially, I mean, maybe
1: yeah, New York, Miami was still definitely in play.
0: Miami, right. And I still think Miami was in play. I'll throw out New, this Orleans. Year. New Orleans, they got Derek Carr. Honestly, I think a better fit than what Aaron would have been. New Orleans was a market. Agree. I mean, and then this year. So, so here's the one thing too. What about Baltimore? Could you have seen, I mean, mm. could a Lamar Aaron swap would have broke the league in half. But I don't think I've, I he doesn't ha- he has the same problem. He doesn't have receivers, <laughs> so it yeah, doesn't. I make think it's sense. just
1: more of the same,
0: right? But it's yeah. like, and that's part of my so. So think about this trade for a second first. I I said on the pod that you won't see from Sunday. I said that there was no way they give up a first round pick in this year's draft because that was the talk for months. For months they were like, yeah, they're not going to give up a first. It's really stupid. You know, if you give up a a, a first, you're just kind of giving it away. Because You don't. That's part of the thing here too. Part of the so it's a. I'll I'll go over the trade. First round pick, fifteen overall. Uh, fifth round pick, number one seventy. Um, so Jets received Rogers, the Packers first, uh, fifth, in exchange for New York's first rounder, number thirteen. So trade up like down a couple spots. Twenty twenty. 2023, 20, second, 42nd overall, sixth round, 207. And this is where it gets weird. As well as a conditional second round that could become a first if Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps. Probably will. But why are you giving up capital next year when when there's a reality, right? There, there is a there is a possibility that it goes so bad, he says bye. You give up all that for nothing. Like that's part of the thinking here that I feel like the Jets brass was thinking about making this trade. That's why it took so long. It was really dumb. It took this long, but then they're just like, fuck it. We can't, we can't, we can't, we have to get this deal done. Like we can't just throw it away. Cause what was their plan B? Their plan B was going to be the equivalent of freaking Brock Osweiler. It was great on TV right now, but you know what I mean? It's like, their yeah. equivalent was Zach Wilson. And like, by the way, and then this is part of the conversation here too. Zach Wilson is still under contract. That's an expensive ass fucking contract. They're going to have to get that off the book somehow. Now look, Aaron, they, they, by the way, with this Aaron Rodgers deal, they clear like 50 million cap, which is kind of interesting, but still like, like having two quarterbacks on, with that amount of money. This is what Green Bay had for a while. Now they finally get to see Jordan love and I'm not confident about that. And I don't think you are either, but it's like, what the hell? Are, much. Right. Like what the hell? Like, so, so old, you have all this money tied up to the quarterbacks. Are you really going to keep Zach Wilson on the bench? Is that really what you're going to do this year? And that's part of my thinking here too. Like, are you really just going to keep him on the bench? And you got rid of Mike, White too. Mike White's in Miami. Mike White's the yeah. plan B in Miami and that's excellent. So you get rid of him your plan B is Zach Wilson if something goes down. I mean, he could freaking get suspended next year for all we freaking know for doing some dumbass shit that's Aaron and he would. Right, and then and then he's suspended for 2 weeks and your backup plan Zach Wilson. Like okay? <laughs> like that's part of my thinking here too. It's like there, there are long-term issues with this deal. Number one is the picks. Still quite a lot to give up. Number two is he might retire next year. You have no fail-safe if the suit retires. You have none. Your fail-safe is over. And your fail-safe yeah. this year even is Zach Wilson. That's not your long-term fail-safe. You're betting on it. Exactly what you said. They're, they're doing this for their jobs. Because you're betting on this working. If it doesn't work, again... There is a reality. He comes to New York and he's very unhappy. There's also a reality, which I kind of believe is possible, that he sucks. He was awful last year. Are we going to not ignore that this dude was awful last year? I mean, a He was
1: awful, but
0: I mean, compared to Aaron Rodgers' standards, he was bad. That's not going to change yeah. because he moved to a new city. What he did last year still right. counts. So I'm I'm just expanding on your point here. Is what I'm doing. I'm saying, I think there's a lot more wrongs than a lot more rights with what they did here.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is, you know, everyone's looking at this and thinking, oh, who won and who did? Honestly, I don't think either one did. I (laughs) I think
0: the Packers easily won. I think the Packers won just because the picks are great.
1: Yes. But I don't think, at least right now, long term, I don't think it's really going to benefit them greatly unless they do amazing things with those picks which they might but
0: the likelihood I mean, of that's Green quite Bay, low.
1: <laughs> well, I mean yeah, Green Bay is not great in the first and second round. Um but I rest my case. Um it's yeah, I mean I didn't have a huge problem with the first round pick this year with um the Jets giving that up. What I more had an issue with was the all the picks next year.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like a couple, said, but it's a couple picks, it's not that many, but they're still significant damn picks.
1: Well, yeah. Because, like you said, he very well could retire. I mean, he almost has the last three years. So, you know, yeah. I don't know. I'm exactly. just saying if
0: you if you retire if he retires, what do you do? What do you do? You go back to Zach right. Wilson like nothing ever happened. You draft a yeah. quarterback I in mean, a better quarterback class or you don't have a first round pick.
1: It's it's like they're stepping over dollars to pick up pennies. You know?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: They, That's a perfect yeah.
0: example. And honestly, I feel like, and I don't know if you feel this way too with the Packers side of this. We don't know what Jordan Love's gonna be. We've seen him. We've talked about he, how he's been bad, okay? We've seen enough snaps of him. I've seen him in the preseason. Dude's not a good yeah. quarterback. And yes, he will finally get the training that he deserves. I get that. They have to here's also another thing. They have to decide on this dude's fifth year option by next offseason. Imagine they don't pick it up. There's a there's a world where they don't pick it up. I feel like the the Packers' brand. I doubt it though. Now, I okay, but is there a world where he's really, really bad, and they're like, we can't pick this up?
1: Possibly, yeah.
0: Like I feel Mm. like the Packers are even in a really shaky spot, even though I think they won this trade easily.
1: You know, I mean, I don't know. Green Bay is tricky for quarterbacks because doesn't matter how good the team is it's gonna be hard to get a good free agent quarterback to sign there. Because they don't
0: even have receivers now. What what are their receivers? Alan Lazard left. He's with the flipping jets.
1: Yeah no but I'm saying it's it's Green Bay, Wisconsin. Most guys most... no one's gonna sign there it. Yeah, like, I mean, you really think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to sign there? No, he didn't for a reason. Yeah, or whoever, you know what I mean? Brady's Um, not going to sign
0: there. That's for damn sure. Which comes back.
1: Yeah, I You know, that's nothing. And yeah, that's nothing against Green Bay. I mean, it's. I've been to Wisconsin. It's a lovely state. But I'm just looking at the demographic of. The NFL it's generally, you know, young guys generally are not people that want to move to a place like that. So, anyways. Let's just put it this way. New York
0: is way more enticing than Green Bay by a mile. Right. Even if it's the Jets. Like, it's still enticing.
1: Yeah. Now, if Green, or Green Bay, if, they're both green. Uh, (laughs) um, Now, if New York does do really bad. You know, they do a uh, Broncos-Russell Wilson type of thing. I don't think it'd be that bad. But who knows? Um, and the Jets or the damn it, the Packers next year get like a top five pick. And hey, I mean, you got probably not Caleb Williams, but
0: You have somebody to choose from in the draft. Let's just put it that way. If they Apes, If they feel know, that I way. Mean, If they feel that way. But you know what's funny? You you mentioned the Broncos, and I feel like it's, again, now we're going into the Chargers division, so this will be a good segue to the Chargers finally. Um, We haven't even gotten to Chargers yet, uh, which I really, really want to get to. But the, the reality is this could definitely go the Denver Broncos. They could go worse because here's the reality. The Broncos had a top five defense last year like the Jets did. I think the Jets finished number one last year in overall defense number one or number two last year they might i think
1: they were i think they were like three i I think it was i think it was san francisco and then denver Maybe. yeah yeah but but like the point the point
0: stands right the point stands is that they could be so good what by the way what are you eating i know audio listeners what are you eating are you eating a burger
1: no it's a chocolate bunny
0: oh because i'm like that's chocolate that's yeah, definitely this, chocolate but it looks like a burger i'm sorry audio this, listeners
1: this this lady at my church gave it to me it, it, who's in the choir she's like too old to have an easter bunny chocolate and i was like hell no <laughs> um and i'm just sitting here chawing away at it anyways go it ahead
0: it looks like a dick's burger like the it's so weird
1: Oh, it does, with the gold and silver foil. Oh, good eye, good eye. We,
0: we, okay, we, we, this is the Chargers pod, and we live in Seattle. Okay, I apologize that we haven't made that very clear. Um, No, but, but, like, I feel like it could definitely go, like, the same way, where the defense is really good, and then the offense is just abysmal. And I genuinely feel that way. Like, I don't think that Aaron's that good of a quarterback anymore, and to pay that kind of price just because you think you can get to a Super Bowl – with him on that stupid ass contract where I think he might like there there is a world where this team goes whatever 4 and 13 their defense is amazing their offense is dog shit Aaron says a bunch of cryptic shit all year and by the way we know he's going to say some cryptic shit and that's part of it too he's going to say cryptic shit and then the just the, the New York media is going to be like no fuck you you have to say good shit cuz this is New York media right like
1: the best th- the best part about it all you know who the man in common is? Nathaniel Hackett.
0: <laughs> but it's like, like he's gonna, he can't do that all the time, and he's going to try to, and it's not going to work. But it's like, there's a reality where this team has a really bad record, has like four wins, the defense is great, the offense is awful, and then Aaron packs his bags and says, I'm done. And honestly, I think that's more likely than not. I give that like a 60-70% chance.
1: I think that's definitely more likely than them. You know, being like a Super Bowl contender, like some people are thinking they might be.
0: Which I'm not even close to saying that right now. No. Not even close.
1: All right. The AFC is just too stacked. I don't know. Oh, it's
0: nuts. It's nuts. Let's talk about a team, the team that we are supposed to be covering and haven't for the last however long, the LA Chargers. And... And so here's here's the deal with the Chargers, right? We, Super Bowl contender, you mentioned that for what the Jets could be. I still think this roster is a Super Bowl contender. I really do. And we have to rehash this for our audience here as we're opening up the show. You and I both don't like Brandon Staley whatsoever. We don't think he's a good coach. I think he's whatsoever. the
1: worst coach in the NFL.
0: You think he's the worst coach in the to- in the entire league? Or,
1: I don't know. Probably bottom five. Worst Okay. The bottom five, yeah.
0: Again, I'm sure we have Chargers fans listening to this. Yell in the comment section for us, please. Please feel free. We're open to criticism here. Explain why you think he's the bottom five.
1: I... Okay. And I say this with love for the Chargers, okay? And Chargers... Honestly, besides... Yeah, they're probably my third favorite team in the NFL. Okay. Because they're from San Diego, I love San Diego. It's one of my favorite, very favorite. Well, now LA,
0: sadly, but
1: now LA. We don't talk about that. Um, We're gonna have to talk about that a good bit on this pod, unfortunately. Yeah, no, that's true. But in any case, um, no. So here's my thing. I think I think the Chargers have probably a top five roster in the league. In my opinion. I mean, you look around at their roster. They don't really have a weakness. You know, or at least a like a significant one. I mean, I guess maybe the right side of the offensive line. But like, other than that, they're really pretty solid. Um, yet. Yet they continuously, with this great offense, uh, underperform. And I think a lot of it comes down to coaching, because when I watched them, there are just so many instances where they do things, do certain plays, schemes, formations that for their situation whatever it might be just makes no sense um you know i mean i've seen i saw them a couple times last year handing the ball off to eckler between the tackles on like second and 17 I'm like what are you doing yeah, that, that is the la- that is the last thing you do in second and long
0: Uh, By the way, may I interrupt? Because this is something important that we want to do for our audience. You have background coaching football, like high school football. So I want you to explain that too. You're not coming at this from like, like you're coming at this from being inside. Yeah, but also being inside of it, you do high school coaching. So this is not coming from what you're talking about in terms of schematics. You understand that more than I do. So just want to let our audience know, this is not coming from a place of like a fan or someone just covering the league, you have experience in running an offense and running a scheme.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I have, I've done quarterback coaching for two years at the varsity level and uh, defensive backs coaching also at varsity. Um, I just wanted to give
0: our audience this context. So I feel like this is important. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. um, So, I mean, I, I have, you know, I have some knowledge, uh, only a little. Right. Variety. I mean, it's not
0: NFL coaching, <laughs> but I think it still matters. All right, continue on with your point.
1: Um, yeah, you know, and you know, when you look at the defense, despite having Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, um, you know, Derwin James, so on and so forth, you name him. and a defensive coach. Important there. They're still one of the worst defenses in the league. I mean, statistically, they were, I believe, bottom five.
0: I think yeah. they were finished like 25th or
1: 26th last year, if I remember correctly. Or, yeah. Yeah. I mean, low. Um, so, yeah, I think. And, okay. I just got to say, too. I think what's funniest about all this is that Brandon Staley is a in my opinion, not a great defensive head coach. <laughs> and he didn't even play defense. He played quarterback. Which is to me, that's just so ironic. I mean, it shouldn't be, but it just is. Um, any case. That doesn't matter. Kind of. Not really. But when I look at when I look at the Chargers, I just feel like considering all this talent they have. They really need to be aggressive at coach in terms of, you know, finding a better guy. Um, We all know that uh, Sean Payton was interested in taking one of the LA jobs if they'd become available. I think they are stupid for passing up on that. I would have said, bye-bye, Brandon Staley. Sean Payton, welcome to the Chargers. Um, But... Uh, you know, he would have just done it backwards drew reason in that case. Um ha, yeah, pretty much. But it, <laughs> but just like Aaron did a forward Brett Favre. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. That is just weird. Um It's scary, that's anyways, what I tell Yeah, you. no, so I, so I mean, you know, like if they had a good coach, I mean, I think this team would be a Super Bowl contender. But right now, I just cannot confidently say that they are. Which kind of sucks. <laughs> because they should be really good. Talented... They should
0: be super entertaining right. to watch on TV, but they're not.
1: They weren't and even entertaining really...
0: last year at times.
1: No. like Because and, and, this is a really talented roster. But the reality is, most of them, besides Herbert, are getting on the older side. You know, Allen's in his thirties now. Uh, Williams is thirty-two. Mack is getting up there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, the clock is ticking <laughs> with this roster. I mean, if you, it is, and they have to pay Herbert you, but...
0: too; they have to pay him soon. So right. the clock is ticking even faster than you might expect.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think they got another year or two, and then that Super Bowl window is gonna slam shut at least for now. Yeah. And same with San Francisco. I feel that way as well. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. I. It's just as a semi-Chargers fan. Uh, it's just, you know. Why do you think I'm covering this
0: team? This team is fun to talk about. They just need to be
1: better. I know. I know. But you know, now that they have Kellen Moore as offensive coordinator, which is um, weird. Maybe they'll get smart and finally put Austin Eckler at center. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, well, he's gone and, now. I mean, they might resign him, but he's gone I now, it. Uh, which isn't a big of yeah, a deal. That's true. I
1: um, eh, I mean, I don't know.
0: They'll be fine. They always have a running back room.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's good though. He is, but yeah. But yeah. Anyways. Are we just saying from a
0: fantasy perspective, we might be. Honestly, fantasy uh, football for the running backs is going to be awful next year. It's going to be gross.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, running back committees are getting more popular, which...
0: Doesn't bode well for fantasy football.
1: Yeah, but, you know, for the sake of the game, I think it's a good thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Running backs have it rough. (laughs) Yeah, they do. Um, ice so, yeah, pretty I mean, low. yeah. So if you can, if you can preserve careers by having a couple guys back there to rotate. I think that's definitely a good thing. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see.
0: All right, let's finish up talking about the draft. Actually, do you mind if we do a separate pod and do some CinemaCon stuff after we get done out here? I feel like talking about the Barbie movie. Is that weird? <laughs> oh my god.
1: Yes. That's very weird.
0: It is very <clears throat> weird. Uh we'll, am yeah, we'll,
1: excited we'll, for that.
0: We'll we'll talk about it. I, I, I need to talk do about it. Do you have
1: a crush on Ryan Gosling? M-
0: more like Mario Robbie, but that's here nor there. I
1: mean they're they're both pretty attractive, but um <laughs>
0: Blade Runner 2049, anyone? Anyway, uh let, let's talk about the draft. So so this is something that I always like to ask you. I rank these quarterbacks for me and tell me best fits oh God. rank right. them and tell me like strengths, weaknesses, and best fits. Like who's at the top, who's at the bottom. Like, cause I feel like the most confusing thing about this draft is the quarterback. Cause Houston yeah. is apparently not even interested in a damn quarterback, which says a lot about this class.
1: Well, they said they might be. Do with that. what you will.
0: yeah all right i'm actually gonna we're gonna pop out for a second pop back in and do the do the quarterback sound good yeah we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna come back so give us one moment all right we're back from our short intermission and, and before we went to break we did i did ask you the question about rate the quarterbacks in this draft um as our final topic of the day um, how would you rate these quarterback strengths and weaknesses and best fits? And when you say best fits, make sure you do it in relation to the draft board. So where do you think they might land and how you feel like the fits will go? So go ahead and sure. give me a ranking. You can do, what would you want to do? Best to worst or worst to best? How would you want to approach this?
1: Yeah, let's do best to worst. Okay. Um. Okay. I think the, Best amongst these top four is c j Strab uh i I do have a couple concerns with him one uh his arm is incredibly accurate, but arm strength there's some to be desired <laughs> um it's not bad, but it's just like you know um. And then uh, there's also the big elephant in the room that he is from Ohio State where, you know, (laughs) he played in a great system with really good receivers that were always wide open. Now, he was hitting them in the chest while they were wide open. But still, when you have D.B., and even linebackers in some cases, who are much quicker and stronger in the NFL covering your guys, it's a little bit trickier because Big Ten defenses aren't that great. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) So, but everything else I like. He has a great sense of pressure, um, very accurate arm. You know, he's always makes good not always but usually makes good reads. Uh he has it's not the fastest guy but I mean he can move, you know, if he needs to. Uh I I don't think he's going to go one. I just based off what I've read and what I'm hearing it sounds like Carolina's leaning towards Bryce Young, which I don't really have a problem with. Does C.J. Um,
0: Stroud make more sense in Carolina's system, though? they? Do, 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 does Carolina your best fit for him?
1: My best fit for him is Vegas, weirdly enough. Wow. Um, I think that would work really well. But... Mm, but, I mean, realistically, I don't think he's going to fall to seven. No,
0: uh, there's no way.
1: So I'm going to say, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Carolina works, I think. Um, You know, Frank Reich's system is uh, fairly, not simple, but I mean.
0: It's somewhat nuanced, I guess.
1: Well, yeah, and there's just there's a lot of veteran pieces in that offense, like Adam Thielen, you know, these new guys that are coming in and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a giant learning team effort from all of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
1: And it's yeah. And I think him or Bryce Young, who's my number two, would fit there pretty well. Um, yeah, I do feel like they're going to take Young. Yeah. Um, and I don't, you know, I don't I don't mind that. Um, a lot of people are concerned about his size. I'm not too much. I mean, you know, if he had an injury history, then that'd be one thing. But uh, to my knowledge, he doesn't really. So, you know, I mean, he's what, 5'10", 205. You're talking about Bryce oh, or CJ? Bryce.
0: Bryce, okay, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, guess what? That's how big Russell Wilson is. Um,
0: yeah, the size thing has been know. weirding people out, <laughs> and I'm sitting here going, like, it doesn't matter. I don't care. We care yeah. about Kenny Pickett's freaking hand size for six months and it... May- right? Yeah, I know.
1: Um, but, yeah, but Bryce Young, you know, it's the... His weakness to me, ironically, is the the CJ Stroud thing. Like, you know, being from one of those power schools, don't normally produce NFL caliber quarterbacks. Of course, you have Jalen Hurts, but um, but, you know, most guys to Mac Jones, um, AJ McCarron, <laughs> you know, See, except for,
0: I mean, here's the thing, too. How would we rate Jalen Hurts when he came out? I rated him as a fourth round pick at best. Like I rate him pretty low, so you have to think about where he was in college as well, not where he's at
1: now. Well, and he spent time in Oklahoma as well. So yeah, yeah, you know it's yeah.
0: Um, best fit for Bryce in your mind?
1: I mean, I I think he's going Carolina, and I I'd say that works for him you know yeah southern kid you know it's it's not too far it's kind of used to the region um you know very yeah he will probably start right away but i mean andy dalton's there so like he doesn't have to (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah because i mean they're you know they're I
0: forgot Stop, he's a Panther. Damn it! I literally forgot that was that should have been imprinted in my brain. But
1: oh god, I know, right? But yeah, no, I like. I think he would do fine in Carolina if he ended up going there. Um, I think. Who's my third? I don't know. I, mm. Do you,
0: does it even matter to go that far? Like, is the gap that bad? Wait, what about Anthony Richardson? Is he third? Do you no, like he's him? Fourth for me. You don't. Okay, wait. I see. this say. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in here really quick. Where where is the Anthony Richardson thing going? He had like some of the best combine and pro days I've ever seen for a quarterback. For me, I think he actually fits I don't care Seattle. About the combine. Well, here's the thing. I I think he fits Seattle. I want Seattle to take him on Thursday because I think he fits that system perfectly. I think he can actually boost that system a lot.
1: Hell no. No? No? All
0: right. Talk about Anthony Richardson then since he's fourth on your board, I guess. I mean,
1: for starters, combine and pro day mean nothing. Okay. We've had a lot of guys go to that. You know, look at the Seahawks Legion of Boom. All right.
0: They had terrible they combines were, and terrible Bro days. Most of them did. Yeah they,
1: yeah, they all did. And they were all picked, you know, fifth, sixth round. And, and John, John, excuse like,
0: me, John Ross, John Ross, his speed. And now he's like basically out of the league at this point. Right. Yeah. So it mean, is a good just, point.
1: You know, because that's just that's just you showing off. But, you know, let's see what you do in game. And the truth with Anthony Richardson in game in the SEC, which is a conference with good defenses, is he is very inaccurate. Um, He makes bad decisions with the ball. He is always throwing as hard as he can 100% which is not a good idea sometimes you gotta float it sometimes if the guys I mean there's just all sorts of different situations Um, and you know a lot of turnovers yeah he's physically gifted I mean the dude looks like a linebacker and he's fast and he has a strong arm obviously but but this is quarterback, not linebacker. You know, if you can't, if you can't make good decisions with the football and do it accurately, you're not going to succeed. Um, I mean, you know, look at Brady, Breeze, Manning, some of the great quarterbacks we've had in the game. None of them could run, and I mean, they weren't like these strong arms or whatever but they just they were smart they made good decisions and they were very very accurate you know I think you could end up a lot of people are saying oh, okay well if he has good coaching and whatever and the right guy then they could turn him into a, a Mahomes or whatever they
0: could turn him into a Lamar stop. that's let's, how I feel they could turn him into a Lamar yeah. type player but it, but it's about fit though. I feel like Seattle can give him that if Pete Carroll opens up his offense and becomes twenty twenty, not two thousand, is what that offense is. But like, that's, I don't.
1: I mean, that, that's the thing. I don't, I don't see that happening.
0: It should I happen. Think, but what? Where's the best fit for him?
1: I think the best fit for him is the Colts with Shane Steichen. Um, oh,
0: I think that's actually a good call. Yeah,
1: because I mean, look at what he did with hurts or what he yeah. helped do with hurts. You know, he's another type of player like that, where we were like, okay, well, you know, he's strong, fast, whatever, but like, you know, he's not, doesn't do the best things with the ball, whatever. Um, And then he took that and look what he developed him into. Um, and he also, I'm going to look this up. He There was another quarterback where he did the same thing. Um, and it was, let's see. Oh, the Chargers. Yeah, with Herbert. Um, yeah,
0: But there you go. There's our Chargers connection for the day.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, he has helped mold great NFL quarterbacks. So I mean, I think if anybody was gonna do it, like higher up in the draft, it'd be them. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't Seattle. I, I don't see Seattle doing that, personally. Um, uh-huh. Same with Houston. You know, um, that's a defensive head coach. I think you need, if you're going quarterback, I think you need like Bryce Young, someone who's good and ready. You know who's had right. good coaching,
0: but here's my question then, and, and this yeah. is sort of subletting this. But why would there be a reality where Houston is just like, no, we're taking a defensive player, and we don't want a quarterback. We don't feel comfortable with guys in this class because that's what it what it's looking like right now, is that they're not going to take a quarterback. Now that might change when we get to Thursday. That might change an hour from when we do this podcast. Um, we're doing it eight. 832 Eastern or Pacific time excuse me on uh what 4 25 so on a Tuesday I mean the the reality of the matter is why would there be a reality is Houston just saying we're not gonna we're not going take a quarterback this year we like the class next year and we're willing to be bad for one year or be like semi-ok and then get a quarterback in the next class is that really what they're thinking is right now
1: I mean I don't know if it's what I do but I get it, It, you know, because let's say you do get the guy this year, like Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, whoever, and he's really good. Okay, well, now you don't have much of a team around him. You got some good offensive linemen, you got some good corners, and that running back, um, um, what's his I'm name?
0: Getting the name. The, uh, anyway, the rookie from last yeah. year. we. we know.
1: Yeah, it's the off season. That, with us. Yeah. Other than that, though, I mean, it's not. There's not a whole lot that I love. Damian about this team. Pierce. There we go. Damian and Pierce. And, and, yes, and they brought in you.
0: Devin Singletary too. They
1: brought yeah. Him. So. Yeah. So I mean, you you know you, if you got your guy okay, well, you got two, three more years with him after that before you got to pay him. But you don't have a team around him to win a Super Bowl during that time. You know what I mean? So instead, build the team and then get the guy. That way you got a two or three year window with all of them. Yeah. To try and win it.
0: I feel like that um, is what Houston's doing. And it's not necessarily bad because the guys at the top of this class are really damn good and they're going to be special players, right? It's usually the case at the top of the draft with defensive players. So it's not necessarily a bad frame of mind considering that this is one of the weaker quarterback classes I think I've ever yeah, seen. I mean, it's
1: just... Yeah, well, it's better than last year's, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's it's a thing where... You know, you got a lot of good defensive linemen at the top. And you know, they, that would be building for the future as opposed to you know, the Jets who are just trying to win now. That's the difference here, right? So um, yeah, and with a new coach, you can do that. The Jets can't. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. All right. So you yep. got you got your choice. Uh, Will Levis or Hayden Hooker? Who's who's that third for you, or is it someone off the wall?
1: Oh no. I, well, yeah. Uh, Will Levis. Um maybe it's between those four, probably him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I mean. How do you feel about Will and
0: what's his best fit?
1: Uh, I don't love him. I mean, I I, think, I don't
0: love him either. I've watched some bits and pieces and I'm like, I don't think he's a prototypical NFL quarterback. He feels like Zach Wilson to me a little bit.
1: Yeah, he's kind of got some of those qualities. I mean, his arm is great. Um, but it's just, you know, it's the other stuff where I'm kind of like, eh. Um, which yeah, I mean I think ideally he would go to a system that is very quarterback friendly. <laughs> um which of the teams that are drafting higher, I don't know who that would be. Um maybe Houston if he carries on some of Kyle's offense. But I mean, even then, that's like that's reaching. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if he falls, Minnesota could be interesting, I think. Um, you know, that's that's an offense that's developing and has some good weapons. But I mean, yeah, the, you know, these four guys are expected to go first round, and you know, half of the First rounders end up being busts, and I think if anything this year, it's more likely to be Levis and Richardson that are the busts, whereas Stroud and Young are more successful.
0: I think Hooker has a shot to be good, but I haven't seen enough of him.
1: I haven't either. Yeah, but I want to. Yeah, but That's definitely yeah, an
0: interesting guy. From everything that I've heard about him, I'm like he's a chance to go late in the draft and be a pretty damn good quarterback.
1: Which is think, interesting with quarterbacks, I mean yeah, there's a few that are first round guys, but a lot of them, if not most are you know second or third day guys who kind of slip through and then they just follow this good team and well, that's all she wrote <laughs> yeah. but.
0: It's about yeah. finding the right, and that's the thing too that I'm going kind of all over the place with the draft before we finish up. I think that's what I like about what Bijan Robinson has done here. He only visited two teams: Eagles, Bucks. That's called, yeah. hey, I want to find the right fit versus the money. And I feel like more prospects need to do that. Like, hey, what's the right fit for me to be successful? Because it's kind of like the first contract's the first contract, you're making a ton of money regardless going in the first round. Even if you're late, you're probably still going to make a good bit of money. But if you can get through the first five years, you're getting God knows how much that freaking money is going to look like in five years. Right. Right. So it's like that's part of it, too, is I know quarterback, you want to go high, but it's also about the right fit.
1: Well, the NIL will definitely have an effect on that. But
0: yeah, that will definitely make guys, you know, pick the right fit for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah, but so. But in the meantime, we're just a couple assholes on the Internet voicing our opinions. Um, this is what this show you know, is. Just... <laughs> <laughs> All right. You well, know, ju- judging these guys that are way better athletes than we will ever be, you know?
0: All right. Well, thank you, Shane, for, I guess, uh, the second pod. We'll do a. We'd like to do pop culture topics is something we've done historically. we'll hop on another Mm -hmm. uh, another pod for that uh, after we do this one Uh, but for the Sports Ethos Los Angeles Chargers podcast episode one wrapping up you can follow us at Ethos Chargers when we get this episode up we'll grind out the Twitter threads like crazy and have some fun uh, with the rest of the crew as well bring in Shane bring in a bunch of other co-hosts from around the Sports Ethos NFL universe Um, you follow me at our so you can follow Shane as well as he mentioned his tags earlier in the pod. Shane, thanks for hopping on for our first episode ever of the show. Can't wait to have you on as a recurring guest as we go forward.
1: Thanks for having me. It was a good time. I am excited for the draft. This is my Christmas.
0: Yeah, we're definitely next episode is going to be a draft pod and we're going to have fun with that. So I'm very
1: excited for that. Well, oh, yeah. we're going to do the
0: cinema con pod, which I think is going to be funny. So that's kind of why I want to do it because I feel like it'd be funny. So we'll do that <laughs> in a second here. Um, And then, yeah, but the draft is going to be really exciting. There's a lot to go over. Uh, So we're going to do that probably over the weekend or something. We'll figure it out and get that out to you all as well. All right. Thanks, Shane, for hopping on. uh, And we'll see you all soon.
1: See you. Yep.